0: Welcome to the Inspiration Station. I'm your host, Corey Baker. This week, episode number 11. I have a very special guest with me. I'm um, a good friend and, I guess, colleague. I know, if you would say, um, John Virtue, who does music under the name Virtue V-I-R-T-U. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you've nice. been. How you doing? I'm good, man. <laughs> good By the way, we're we're yeah we're here in LA at the uh, the Sexy Electric headquarters. Um, recording this, so we thought it would be appropriate just to do, you know, podcast quick though. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not? So, John here, um, you've been having some recent success with, uh, yeah, a couple songs. That's huh? Awesome, thanks to you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> I really, to you, you guys. <laughs> with doing good music in the first place. Yeah, it's a. But, um, thing. So how so? How long have you been doing um, or working in Ableton or production?
1: Uh, I actually switched to Ableton a couple of years ago. I was doing Logic. I started in Logic in like 2008, and I like I had a friend who we were doing like a track together, and he he was in Ableton, and he was just like, dude, you got to get seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and he showed me all these little tricks and stuff, and I was like, oh my god, like this is so much better. Yeah. you know, it's so much faster. I can do like, it used to take me like a month to make a track, like. Just yeah. all these little like key commands and stuff that just weren't really yeah, gotten away and yeah. yeah and it and it kind of ruins your creativity too yeah. when it well, takes so long to do yeah there's a things. lot of
0: windows and different areas that like get hidden all of a sudden once you yeah, change views yeah. and stuff inside of logic so it is is kind of weird so what's your like as far as like musicality because for anybody who's heard your music they obviously know that you're very like talented musically and like it's very <laughs> epic <laughs> musically and it's, it's like it's, yeah yeah and it's great that you're able to like you know it's like a lot of people are like one or the other they have like the ability to make really big tracks but it's like musically it's not it's not as much going yeah, on yeah there's either. not as much going on which there's always a place for that but I think that's yeah. what I really like about your stuff is that you're able to like bring the super like it's it's epic because of the sound but also because of the chords and the notes and the way you play stuff you know yeah. what I mean so, yeah I like, think
1: that comes from just Like, because I played classical piano for, like, 12 years. Yeah. Like, I started playing piano when I was, like, five. Wow. So, um, yeah, so I ended up playing all these, like, classical pieces and stuff, and I didn't really like it until I was, like, 11 or 12, and I started to realize that I could write my own stuff. I never Uh even thought about the, the idea of, like composing your own music you know it was just like it's like it was like okay up. i gotta play this song now and <laughs> it was always so challenging and then i really started to like music when i realized i could play things on my own so that's when i just kind of dived in writing music and like joined bands and stuff yeah. like that but yeah i mean you can definitely tell there's a lot of artists that are struggling like you can hear it in their music like they're struggling with like the musicality and it's, yeah. they just it's need hard it's, it's yeah. totally
0: different you know especially coming from it I think a lot of people try to come from it from the music theory side mm-hmm. instead of like the actually spending time like learning how to improvise or learning how to like write your own stuff. Yeah, which, just learning how to jam or something. Yeah, learning how to jam because I think that's really important and it's hard like if you're just focused. If you're, if you're trying to just learn music theory, especially like a lot of creative types, like music theory is not easy to learn and a lot of times it gets very like arbitrary like if you're not you know because you're focusing very like mathematical yeah very mathematical totally different language yeah um and so it's very easy to get kind of like just overwhelmed yeah overwhelmed from that and then not be focusing on like actually listening to what you're playing and maybe you Mm -hmm. know it's like really it's like all about like learning scales and then if you kind of learn the modes and then yeah you know there's certain things you can learn but yeah it's definitely people are struggling like yeah, and you can you can hear that they
1: that they're like not having as much fun writing it too. Yeah. And it sounds like like the production could sound really really good, but if you can tell that like the musicality isn't quite there, then it just doesn't come off as well, you know, yeah. but there's workarounds, you know, like the one of the cool things about Ableton is the MIDI effects, you know, yeah. putting F minor scale now everything you play is in F minor. Yeah. But the coolest thing about music is kind of breaking those rules. You know, yeah. if you're playing an F minor, playing the major four, you know the, that's not normally yeah. in the F minor scale. So, you kind of have to learn the rules in
0: order to like know how to break break the yeah, rules. Yeah, exactly. Know, like, no It's also about like learning something well enough that you can just. There's no, you don't have to think about each thing that you're doing. You're just kind of like just you just screwing in around. Yeah, <laughs> you're just in it. You're kind of like screwing around, but then also it's like you're so comfortable with the program and with your musicality that you're able to just kind of flow in it and not really think about things. Cause yeah. that's, I feel like a lot of producers really struggle with the actual, just the workings of you know a DAW, like the workings of Ableton. It's like, you get caught up on those things. Cause it's like, you really do have to spend a certain amount of time learning the program yeah as it is yeah you know you know do. I mean? it takes a long time a really really long time but it's yeah. like you have to i think because it's just like learning any other instrument yeah or so, learning how to do
1: anything really any yeah. like artistic talent thing yeah. like learning how to paint would take a long time to, do, to understand all the different hues and yeah, how to use how to do, colors shading or... and all that stuff yeah it's like yeah. to do something really well artistically it's gonna take time and a lot of people don't don't realize that it takes a long time And yeah. they get frustrated early on It's just Which like, is, dude, just stick with it you Yeah.
0: Know? So what, like, have you As, like An artist, have you Had writer's block? Oh,
1: that's funny, that was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about <laughs> <this>. <laughs> Um, actually Not that much recently And I think it's because of Ableton I used to get writer's block all the time Uh, in Logic, but I mean, I also went to school. I went to Icon Collective in Hollywood, which is an awesome school. They um, they helped me understand workflow really well. Mm-hmm. And since I'm comfortable on the piano, I don't oftentimes have writer's block anymore. But but if I do, I usually honestly I don't force myself to make music. I like from having writer's block go on youtube or spotify or something and just clear my head for a while listen to music or like watch whatever on youtube until something kind of sparks yeah and then i'll go oh i have an idea and then i'll go back and then it's just yeah it's fine you can usually i can usually fix writer's block pretty quick yeah just by enjoying myself yeah doing it doing whatever it is
0: is something new yeah Maybe kind of listening to something Getting inspiration like that way
1: Yeah Yeah or like you could hear a sound in a song Or like hear a sound in a video Someone talking that could like Inspire Spark you Inspire something yeah. yeah You know You never really know where it's going to come from So when I'm
0: not super
1: inspired I, don't, I never try to force it Yeah
0: That's good Do you work like on a necessary like a schedule mm-hmm. like a, Is it like every single day I'm definitely something?
1: working every day but um like I work for a music library too I write like yeah that's right that's
0: we should we should talk about music that too, for
1: like that's... television it's like they, they mainly do reality TV um so it's just like kind of like background stuff like it be like cool dance tracks while people are talking or whatever yeah. so that's that was a good outlet for me for a while to just like kind of exercise and be like yeah. okay we need 10 tracks by yeah, in, you know deadlines. two weeks you know we need like 10 like minute and a half two minute tracks it's like okay we'll just go just go and just exercise the thing and then when i get back to writing my own music things flow a lot quicker cuz i'm yeah. used to like used to having a that, deadline yeah yeah
0: being on that like schedule yeah yeah that's great cuz i feel like for a lot of people it's hard to like make yourself be on deadlines like if it's just you like saying, "Oh, I need to get this done by then." Like yeah. a lot of times, that can just like, yeah, you can just go past that deadline and be like, oh, I "Just yeah, tried, whatever." You know yeah, what I mean? no,
1: dude, you have yeah. to put yourself on a deadline a lot of the time in order to finish stuff, which kind of like counteracts the writer's block thing in a way. Because yeah. if you're like having, then you have to, you do have to force yourself to do it. But that's why I, the the way I've kind of fixed my writer's block is just by enjoying myself. Yep. but how, have you had problems with writer's block
0: yeah um there's been a lot of times like uh the the feel the love um remix that i did for rudimental i like got the remix stems for that and then i, I was love like that remix too. well i was like, here's the funny That's thing amazing. about that i was like i was on tour i was on tour with big g and manic focus during then and like i kept i seriously i sat down probably five or six separate times like starting from like scratch with like that vocal Mm -hmm. and like just couldn't get anything that I was like happy with and like that happens to me like a lot it's like where I just start trying something and it like doesn't work and then I'll just scrape everything start again doesn't work so basically throughout that tour I kept trying to like work on it and it was over the course of maybe two or three weeks and then I got home and like I was hanging, I was hanging out with Brian and Jeremy and my manager and like mm-hmm. some other people. And I was like, "You guys go do your thing. Like I'm going to stay in here. Like this. Rem- like if I'm going to do this remix, like it's due tomorrow. So basically, yeah, I have to just sit down and do something. And then I did, and that was what ended up becoming the remix. Yeah, was it like, turned out amazing? <laughs> well, thanks. But have yeah. so have you have you had times like that or necessarily or like because I know you work very very fast and I feel like that's kind of the advantage to being really good in a program yeah. like is the ability to do things as fast as the inspiration comes because inspiration as you know it's very very quick you can come up with a lot of ideas but if you can't get them out you yeah. know right then and right away and then sometimes the idea gets stale like if you try to go back to it you know right I mean? yeah so no I know what you're saying what is like, like on for you on an average track like how long
1: how long does it take me to make yeah. a track? I mean, it can be anywhere from, like, three hours to, like, maybe, like, 20 hours. Yeah. Or, I mean, if it has a vocal, it usually ends up taking longer, just because vocal processing is something I'm not super fluid with yet. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it doesn't, I uh, like, uh, I've learned to, like, when I'm getting kind of frustrated with a section or, like, you know, I'm like, I don't know if this works. I just move on. I just keep going oh, really? in the track. Like, even if I'm not super stoked on it, I know I can go back and fix it. And I just keep going, get the music, like the actual chords and like melodies and stuff worked out. And don't worry too much about the aesthetics of the sound yet yeah. until you have your like really solid, like creative ideas down. And you can map out the arrangement and everything. I can usually do that pretty quick, like yeah. getting the music down and mapping out you know three to four minutes or whatever the length of the track is going to be and then i'll go back and be okay the piano can't be in here i can't do this i i should change this or whatever but it's much easier to hear the perspective when you have an arrangement and you have the music ideas like down already so i find to just push through it even though i'm not super stoked on the sound or whatever Hmm. just just get through it and then go back That's good
0: because basically, you're building kind of the skeleton and then you're going back and then, you know, hanging stuff on it and making it like look, you know, like putting the makeup. Get all
1: the pieces in there, you know, like I know I need some drums, I know I need bass or synth sounds, I know I'm probably going to need all of those elements, so I might as well just get all those down, you know, just kind of jam out really quick and put something down. And then if I want to go back and change it,
0: you know, it's never too late yeah well yeah that's a beautiful it's like the blessing and the curse of like working yeah. in the box yeah, like, you right. can always change something yeah. which kind of sucks sometimes because so it's like you need to like commit Just to commit yeah. yeah which is a hard th- that's like a hard thing to kind of learn because that takes a lot of self-control you know to be able to like Commit to something, yeah. And I think it's there's a lot of integrity freezing and and is pretty yeah, hard. Free, yeah, free <laughs> and, like live with it. Yeah, not be able to put anything else on it. But it's like I think there's a lot of integrity in that if it's done well, like mm-hmm. if you're able to do that. But at the same time, that's the next question I was going to ask you. Do you have go to sounds that you uh, go to I do. all the time? Yeah,
1: um, I have in my template, my Ableton template. I have like certain like synth sounds already loaded up. I know I'm gonna have sub bass in the track probably, so I have a sub, and I have like a real bass, sound like a fretless Mm -hmm. bass sample, and then like a mid range kind of grittier bass that's usually like filtered. Mm -hmm. So I have like each piece of the spectrum already like loaded in my template. So I have all the high endy stuff and all the mid and all the bass and all, and I have uh, a couple drum sounds that I know I'm probably gonna use. Usually like reverse cymbals or like like uh, snaps or something like that. I probably will use one of those. Yeah. so I have them loaded in already so I mean that actually I recently realized that that's helped a lot with my workflow yeah. too is having all those pieces there and you know you can always like I said you can always change them you yeah. know so not every song ends up sounding the same yeah. you know. it's
0: more about like I kind of think of it as like the olden days working in a studio like you wouldn't start recording or anything until like the studio was set up where like you're you know, in like a band yeah. situation where your drums were already mic'd up, you already got the sound dialed in. Yeah. And Same the whole like band singer, could like yeah, jam idea, together. Yeah. jam together Before they
1: start recording individually. You yeah. Because yeah, it's not
0: yeah. like songs aren't written when like it's just the piano player comes in and is playing something and then, yeah. oh, hey, somebody's showing up here a little later. Because it's just like, <laughs> you know, you're bringing in another plug. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. Okay, well now the drummer's here. Okay, well let's see what we got here. Okay, the drummer's nah, he's <laughs> gone kind of now. Doing it's it. It's like as bringing the bass player and just you know. Yeah, you get it all get it all
1: set up. Yeah. And then kind of it, it just it's like a peace of mind thing really. Just like not having to stress too much about like it don't, and it also saves a lot of time if you have yeah. like certain sounds that you're already yeah. good with, you know that you can probably start with this and end up with something else. Yeah.
0: Because I think a lot of the it's like the sound design and production are kind of two separate things, or at least sound designing and sound design and writing music are two mm-hmm. different things, and arranging music are two different yeah. things.
1: And some people get involved way too much in one of those areas. Yeah, to, yeah. Because I mean, it's too like much
0: time. if you spend too much time trying to work on a sound, like as you like, if you got kind of a cool progression going, and then you start messing with the sound to like. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you don't even know what you're going for, but it's like you keep trying to mess with stuff, and then you end up losing your kind of like pace. Yeah. Yeah. You lose perspective. Yeah, perspective. Because you're
1: hearing maybe this one loop over and over again. Yeah. And and you can't remember how it sounds in context with everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Like it might work from like, like if you listen from the beginning of the track up to that sound, it might be totally fine. But like since you're just hearing the sound over and over, you get like super frustrated. Yeah. But no one's gonna listen. No one can listen to, to your like, song that, that way anyway.
0: Yeah. That is a weird thing. It's like it's almost it'd be interesting if you like force yourself to never to like press play, let it loop over the entire song, like your entire arrangement. But you never you're never allowing yourself to loop a section. Over, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, at least like, not for too long. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah.
1: know, only for a little
0: bit to get. Yeah, the, that's interesting. Yeah. It's like, a nice, like context yeah, is pretty it. important yeah very true like I said so yeah it's always good to keep that in mind like because we have so much control in the box you have so much control when you're working in Ableton that you're like yeah. you can get really feels like the hi-hat sound like oh it's gotta be like perfectly like this and that and it's like yeah. if you're focusing too much on that and then when you listen to it back that's all you're focusing on which that then too. you're not hearing yeah. something else yeah. that's actually going on that actually sounds whack
1: it's like mm-hmm. you know
0: know that so yeah
1: the perspective gets lost i think when you focus too much i have a, a friend who's really he's a great producer um and like sound designer and stuff and, and he sp- spends tons of time on his like sounds like just the longest chains ever like it just goes on and on like 15 eqs and it's like and it sounds amazing but i'm like the context of it is just not right like yeah. everything else Sounds like I, I can tell what you spent most of your time on, you know. Yeah. And people should should realize that like spend more time on the on the music itself, and like sound design is definitely important, but like the context of everything is a lot more important. And yeah. most listeners aren't gonna know that you're making some crazy sound that's yeah. super hard it's to make. it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, to, I mean, what,
0: except to a certain core group of people. Yeah, they're really into that. But it's like at the end of the day. You know, music, like, in order for it to be emotional, it's like the music, the musicality and the music content. I mean, granted, like, a specific sound can make you sound, like, feel a certain way, but it's like, if that... If you got a really cool sound, but then your music sucks, yeah, music just is (laughs) not—it's not not emoting anything. Yeah, sound is amazing. It might sound okay. Yeah, but it's like if you get a really, really good chord progression or a really, really good piece of music. Yeah, and then you can make a really cool sound that goes with it, or maybe it's a very bare sound because that's what it calls for. Yeah, because it's so musical, it's like Mm. you never. You know that's why i at least you know with all the teaching and everything that i've done through like ableton and all that stuff it, i've always told people it's like a, we really need to learn an instrument of some sort yeah like if you want do. to be yeah. a quote-unquote musician which that's not even really a real word anymore yeah. it's like the lines are so you know, blurred yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah
1: i yeah, know it'll definitely help with your creative flow like knowing how to jam knowing yeah. how to jam is so important yeah. like if you can just like play a loop and just kind of like groove out on yeah. a piano or, or a guitar or whatever it is it makes it so much more fun yeah. and like less stressful
0: yeah and more you get more focused on like the feeling behind Um, it yeah as opposed to just programming stuff which i think it's important i mean i've seen you like program stuff and it's like incredible how fast like you are (laughs) and how, how much you're able to like just put stuff on the grid and like figure everything out really really quickly um i think that's a super super good talent to have but it's totally different from that talent of just being able to play you know the keyboard yeah to a loop or something and just be able to jam or if you're playing with somebody else like the like when you're if when you're jamming with other people, like there's no that feeling is like crazy. Yeah, it's like sex. You yeah, know what I mean like it's like that like weird, yeah. weird energy. Especially when it's really good, you know. Yeah, and it's like totally. you kind of weave in and out of these like times of like where everything's on point, nobody's thinking mm-hmm. about anything, but everybody's jamming. Yeah. And you kind of come out of it, and you're like, oh wow, that was like, something. You yeah, we I mean? that. Yeah, <laughs> should, yeah, we should have recorded that. Yeah, man, I wish we had Ableton. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs>
1: Shoot, maybe a microphone or yeah, something.
0: Something, <laughs> something besides these rock band guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Guitar rock <hero>. band guitars. <laughs> uh, uh, well, cool. cool. Well, um,
1: let's talk about your name change, dude. So yeah,
0: yeah um, the name change from Gil Paris to Jill Harris to Chill Harris. Super respect that, by the way. It's awesome. Well, thank you. I mean, it's uh, you know the whole thing. It's not really about me, but I think it's a good opportunity to. Kind of take more control over like brand, the brand and the music, you know, kind yeah. of together. Yeah. Um, and also just the name, Chill Harris, kind of reflects more. I think it, moving forward, it's going to reflect more me as a person. hmm. And less, you know, because like with Galaxies Between Us, the album I did, like, we didn't really do any, like, photos of me. It yeah. was more like this kind of abstract, you know, Atmosphere kind of spacey, atmospheric yeah. um, thing. But I think, you know, moving forward, um, I'm stoked to just focus more on, like, the artistry, you know, yeah. side of things, and really nice. be more, you know, I think now there's kind of a split of this, like, the DJ world, and then, you know, the, like, artist, you yeah. know, world, and I'm kind of more interested in expanding, you know, musically, and, like, not necessarily, like, acoustically, but, like, of putting that together like playing more guitar more like more organic and stuff. stuff yeah more like it's like mixing the organic with the electronic stuff because i think that's where it's like the best moving, of both worlds yeah it's, it's like the free. best of both worlds and you're able to get a little bit more emotion out of it and a little bit more like yeah. it's easier to get the vibe you know if you have a cool tone on a guitar and you're just yeah kind of like we we're saying jamming it's like kind of starting songs by jamming and you know like, yeah. like writing like the piece of music so um Yeah, I mean, yes. I'm, I'm stoked about it. It's it's been a bit of a jarring experience, you know, to yeah, a certain extent. I can extent. imagine. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> I can imagine it's extremely kind of a stressful. surprise and everything. But you know, I, like I said, it's not really like about me. But moving forward, I think it's going to be good. You know, in the yeah. long run. Yeah,
1: you know? definitely. So,
0: I don't know. It's cool. I'm stoked. Yeah, it's going to be good. Start to get going.
1: Yeah. Do so you have some new music coming out, or what's going yeah, on? Yeah,
0: um, well, you know, right now we're getting together all the pictures and photos in order to, like, kind of rebrand all right. um, everything, and kind of having that. I mean, I have some music already ready to go, but I think, I don't know, I'm not necessarily going to rush it. We might wait till 2016 to push anything out. Um, okay, yeah. But... I don't know. It's because now I kind of have a different, like, perspective on, you know, how to do, you know, how to make the music or whatever, have a different perspective, kind of a different angle, you know, now to take. So, yeah. you know.
1: Cool. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, I can't wait to hear the new stuff. <laughs> it should be fun. A lot of people are stoked for it. it
0: should be fun. Um, yeah. Do you have any advice for younger producers or artists anything Um, anything you've learned along the way that
1: I would say just care less and like have more fun like people are really like stressed out and and trying so hard to make music like a big career thing and although that you know at the end of the day that is what we want to do of course yeah but like when I started writing music I never even really thought about it being a career path and it was just fun. And you, it has to, like, stay fun. Yeah. You know, don't stress yourself out too much about following trends or, you know, doing what's hot at the moment. You know, just do whatever you feel. And, and if you feel what what's going on, yeah. like, then, it's like, yeah, then yeah, that's I mean, cool. You know, bonus for you. But um, just do whatever do whatever you want and care, care less about i don't mean care less about the music but c-
0: like care less about what surrounds the music yeah it's like almost more like focusing more on the music because that's what comes first yeah and, it's and like focusing on that like on like expressing something yeah you know and
1: remember that it's supposed to be fun and not yeah. supposed to be like stressful at all like if you're stressed out writing music then it's probably going to come through yeah and you could people will hear that and they don't want to listen to that. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true, because you'll be, like, kind of putting pushing out that, that you know, like, that negative, VI, energy. That negative energy. Negative yeah. energy. Yeah,
1: definitely. So just, you know, and go on YouTube.
0: <laughs> There's so, <laughs> so much, much stuff much.
1: to be learned on YouTube. Yeah. It's amazing.
0: Even, like, they're not a sponsor, but uh, yeah. <laughs> lynda.com, uh, it's like a no BS, like, YouTube, basically, for learning. Yeah you know stuff what's like it good. called lynda.com Linda?
1: Com. I've never yeah. heard of that
0: L-Y huh. um, uh, yeah it's really really good uh, but yeah I think I mean that's a big thing too is like kind of constantly learning right that yeah thing, always like trying to learn something new or
1: yeah or, you know try to sound like or not necessarily emulate but try to be like better than your favorite artists or like yeah. artists that you like a lot you know you want to sound like as good as them so follow their pages or like you know look at things that you know they might be doing yeah and really listen close to it I noticed that like I started listening really deep into music and hearing like super subtle things that I could add to my production like little tiny noises that actually make a huge difference yeah but you don't like you don't you don't cerebrally hear it right away but but they're there but they're there and it makes a difference yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. I found that too it's like a lot of like if you have the core music and everything really tight and then it's like about the atmosphere stuff like around it, you know, like the little yeah. things kind of out, you know, that you don't necessarily like see or like hear, but like But it creates the space. Yeah, it creates the the and yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's what I think people should focus on details a little bit more. But you know, at the same time don't stress yourself out about it, just have fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's that simple, kids. (laughs) (laughs) It's that simple. It's supposed to be fun.
0: Cool. All right. Well, John, Virtue, where can people find you
1: online? Um, Soundcloud.com slash Virtue Music. Twitter.com slash Virtue Music. uh, Facebook.com slash Virtue Music. All
0: right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.